0: Now, back to On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. All
1: right, so many of you, of course, would know and remember that yesterday, the Amber Alert, it sounded and went off and all sorts of confusion was created. Well, this was an alert designed as a life or death alert to be sent out if a child is in imminent danger. So child is abducted, Amber Alert is issued, and generally in stranger abduction. So this was uh, following a case about a little girl in, a, in the United States, Amber, who went missing. And that's why the whole Amber Alert program came out. But then the government started toying with it. And the CRTC made it mandatory that you get this shrieking alarm sound of an Amber Alert. And we won't play it because I don't, um, don't want to get into the habit of playing this because it's a very serious, serious tool. But they wanted it implemented onto all smart devices to warn of the imminent safety threats uh, like weather or terror or kidnapping. But now it's causing problems because an alert was issued yesterday for a missing child in Thunder Bay. And everyone got confused. It went out to some, not to others. Then some people only got it in French. Others couldn't understand the warning. And why did it go province wide? They didn't give that information. You know, did the child have family here? Were they said to be on the way here? So a lot of people were like, why am I even hearing about this? And should we be issuing Amber Alerts if it's all-encompassing? That's what I have a problem with. If a child goes missing and is in imminent danger, should that then be the same alert as tornadoes, weather? I don't know. The point is they haven't got their crap together yet. And the big concern would be if you're going to keep putting out these alerts, people are going to keep getting them, and they don't have a bearing on that particular area, Unless you're really clear about it with the information, you're going to start losing people. They're they're going to they're going to be dulled to these things, and then before too long, they go completely ignored, and that inevitably could cost lives. Let's bring in Matthew Overton, who is a security expert and a consultant, and who knows an awful lot about the technology and how way they're ba- the way that they are building this. He joins me now, Matthew. You know the one thing about this alert is. My concern that if it happens and it's wrong too often, it's going to start annoying people and folks will tune out.
0: Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. And I think that's something that uh, every emergency measures organization is, is, is vitally concerned about is that they get the message right and they get it to people so they pay attention. That's a real fundamental aspect.
1: You know, the Amber Alert was specifically designed as uh, a tool to bring back children who have been abducted and are in imminent danger. And that is a it's a sound. It's a very particular sound. And it's only sent out at certain times and certain criteria. And yet now the government has made it so that you get the same sound for a bunch of different issues. And I think that does a real disservice to different kinds of dangers that we are being alerted to.
0: Uh, that's an, an interesting idea. And um, the way I look at it is it w- the moment you start differentiating from uh, on various alerts that you want people to pay attention to, you automatically build up this this um, uh, approach or idea that well, there's some things I'm not going to pay attention to because you know I'm, I'm not too worried about um, whatever they think that alert is about, and you start losing focus and people um, stop missing the opportunity. To uh, contribute to resolving a situation when in fact the alert is trying to get them to focus on it and say there's something you can contribute to or there's something really dangerous or something you need to know about, and they're now making a decision based on the sound to not pay attention to something that we're hoping they're going to kind of actually act on. I've so got, that, that's an uh, interesting idea
1: you know've got to, I've got to be honest with you I, I, I'm concerned because um, you went, when the media did this, certainly for an amber alert in missing children's cases, um, it was done very well and fairly seamlessly. And now mm-hmm. we've got this, this government uh, kind of making it so that uh, these safety threats are issued. And now, and in yesterday's situation, we got a, a, an alert from Thunder Bay that went all through Ontario. And mm-hmm. um, a lot of people didn't pay attention to it because it's just so far away. And it really didn't have anything to do with anything outside of a Thunder Bay area.
0: Right, and so uh, that underlines a really good point. And I'd say it's not that they didn't pay attention. It's that they they saw it, they picked it up, and -hmm. then said, oh, that doesn't apply to me. That's a bad result because of the distance. And I think there's two things that I think may have occurred. First, it was uh, a glitch in the system, uh, or second, that uh, there was an incorrect coding by the emergency measures organization. And so uh, both those have to be run down and, and figure out, okay, what really happened here? And let's let's fix that uh, part of, I think, the resolution to those things to make sure that there's confidence for you, me and others that when they get something, it really is important that you pay attention is that they're going to I think the EMOs need to be very transparent about what occurred mm-hmm. and the fact they fixed it so that people's confidence is there and they're not saying, well, the worst case is these are just ir- irrelevant to me and I'm not going to pay attention, that's a bad result for everybody.
1: And so if you were fixing this, how would you mm-hmm. do it? What, what would be, do you think, the best way for them moving forward to to issuing these alerts?
0: Well, I, I think the, the fundamental principle of sound is that uh, cell phones like the TV, the radio, and uh, sounds, uh, you know, emergency sirens in the area, depending on what the area is and, and what the alert is. I think it was the, you know, using all those methods to reach out and and give people the opportunity to understand something happening, very sound. So uh, as they look to fix this, they have to, I think, be uh, pretty open about, okay, how here's how the system didn't work, and so this, this is how we fixed it so that when you get the next alert, you've got a better sense of confidence that it's going to be uh, a message that you'll find relevant to you. You may not um, necessarily want to do something about it or... Mm thinking I'm already not not worried about that trick cuz I've done something but at least it they say yeah it was uh, timely to me so um there may have been a very good reason uh why people in Toronto got the message it could have been something that came with the alert about this missing child that said oh, this person uh, could be going to Toronto uh, and so if that was the case um letting people in Toronto know that, that was the case right. is the thing, and I'm not sure of all the details As to how it got out, but I think being open with that and saying there was a good reason, or we fixed the bad reason, and and be honest about that.
1: Yeah, I think that is actually uh, one of the best points. Is because when you get the alert, it's very confusing. First of all, I don't need it in French because I don't speak French, so Mm. it it should be custom almost with your 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 smartphone so that you get it in the one language. But the information I think needs to be much much more clear. You know, boy eight missing. From Thunder Bay has family in Toronto. It is believed he might be X, Y, and Z. Um, yep. Here's what he's wearing. But to me, it's just very difficult to understand the actual directions because there's so much information coming at you from this this I think person.
0: They're going to have to work a little bit. Um, it's it's a uh, it's a very demanding method of transmission because you've got so many different phones out there that provide information uh, in varying formats. I mean, like, and, and then how do you tailor the information to make it punchy? make yeah. it relevant and 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 deliver the sorts of details that you like it, it's going to take a little bit of evolution i think for for the emergent, each one of the emergency measure organizations from the local to the provincial level to 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 share the lessons figure out what works and and uh, get it to a nice pointed message that will work on the majority of phones the, the language side yeah. i'm not sure that that's something the service providers potentially might be able to help with because depends on whether or not you've set your phone and, and how that recognizes that you want things in english and french and, and then how do you the moment you start saying well you can't have or you don't want a message in one language or the other mm-hmm. um starts to discriminate the messages and they're trying very hard i think to keep that from happening to make sure the messages get to you
1: yeah i mean look if i if there's a hurricane or a, a tornado coming and i get it in french I don't have time to wait for that. that I'd I'd,
0: I'd like to see uh, the messages bilingual. I'm sure they're trying to figure that out right away, how to make a punchy message that covers both languages. So it doesn't, they don't need to start discriminating and send multiple messages. They send one message. It it hits your phone. You get what you need and then you make your decision. Uh, That's uh, a work in progress.
1: And in your view, are these discussions being had now where they run it and they say, okay, this is the feedback. Here's what we've got to change. Are they actually listening to the feedback? Because, i got to be honest, they should be speaking more with the media of how it was done to how it could be better and more streamlined as far as communication because it did work very well when the media did it.
0: So um, would I expect them to be doing that? Uh, First off, your question is do you you think they're concerned about it? I would say this is uh, a high operational priority for them in getting that message out uh, to make sure that they're hitting it right because uh, if anyone is going to be sensitive to the idea that people aren't paying attention, it's the emergency measures organizations yeah. because they know the consequences of people thinking they're crying wolf. Um, and I would expect they would talk with media, they would talk with other people to get that and figure out how better to make this work mm-hmm. in a, uh, a, a, a an information media that's their cell phone that provides lots of information. Now How how is that working and get it better? And Media, you know, media representatives, obviously, but also some of the people that are designing the apps and other things. Yeah. Like what have they done? So they they search out some better ways to make this happen. I would expect that's going to occur. I can't talk for them, but I'm sure they're they're looking at it pretty hard and trying to get this right because they realize it's very high profile.
1: Yeah, and look with all this technology, certainly they can custom. You know, one sound for Amber, one sound for for natural disaster. I mean, to me, their world is their. Uh, they're oyster, and they can pretty much do what they want. They do have to get it right. And I worry, uh, Matthew, that if they don't get it right soon, it's going to burn out people of listening.
0: Well, so two points there. First is I, I'm not a big fan of differentiating the alerts because, as I said, it's just going to give people an opportunity to start ignoring alerts because they think, well, that's not really for me, it's not really for me, it's not really for me, it's not really for me. And, and they may miss something that really is about them, uh, or that they miss uh, they miss a message which they could help resolve a situation such as well for whatever reason and and, and I, I hope people don't do that say well it's an amber alert uh, sound and I'm, I'm just just too too busy to worry about that and it's not going to be about anything that's around me and we miss the opportunity to influence the situation so I'm, I'm very I'm very much a supporter of the single sound right um, the other side is um, I think we do need to show a little bit of patience I know this well, everyone is a uh, very very short attention span if it's not right the first time just throw it away mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I think we do need to show a bit more tolerance towards this. It is a complex system. There's a lot of moving parts here, a lot of EMO offices, a lot of different phones, different carriers. Um, it's it's not as simple as just turning on a light switch. And yeah. I would really like people to show a little bit of tolerance for us to get it right You know, and give, give the people who are trying to make it right an opportunity to do that.
1: Yeah, good advice because it is, I mean... Especially with with children, time matters, and I'd hate for people Mm -hmm. to tune out. So I appreciate you uh, joining us on this. Thanks, Matt.
0: All right. Well, thank you very much. You take
1: care. That is Matthew Overton. We'll keep in touch with him because um, chances are they're going to be doing a lot more work before they get this right. I'm Alex Pearson. You are listening to Global News Radio.